Welcome to episode 75 of the Luke Winstall Show. My next guest is a former sixth-round NFL draft pick who played college football at Florida and Louisiana Tech. Now the starting quarterback of the Denver Broncos, Jeff Driscoll. Thank you for joining me on the show. How are you doing today? I am doing well. I'm doing well. Kind of like the rest of the country right now, locked down in the house and uh, you know, looking for ways to... Um, keep yourself occupied and uh but staying safe so all right well i'm glad to hear it my first question for you where are you from and what was your life like growing up i am from orlando florida um i grew up in a navy family so my dad was in the navy so we bounced around um a little bit when i was younger um ended up living in japan for three years before my dad retired back in orlando so uh so yeah, we bounced around a little bit, got to got to see some some different places, meet a lot of people. Uh, but yeah, I'm a I'm a Central Florida boy for sure. I heard that when you played baseball in Japan, you didn't speak the uh, language much, but your nickname was Godzilla. So where did that come from? I know you were a big time baseball player as well. Yeah, I guess you you definitely did your research, but uh, <laughs> it was I mean it was I was just bigger than most of those kids, you know what I mean? So. They uh, they had a little fun and uh, and called me that so it was it was cool it was, a, it was an awesome experience um, but definitely happy to be back home. Well, after you spent those years in Japan, like you said, you came home, came back to America, and played high school sports. You were the number one dual threat quarterback according to twenty four seven Sports coming out of high school. Do you have a favorite memory from your time playing in high school? Um, I mean, high school football is awesome. Um, it's one of the you know best times of your life getting to hang out with your buddies playing playing football not really know what you're doing just kind of running around out there um so i mean it was it was it was a fun experience um i don't know if i have a one specific memory that's my favorite just the the whole just the whole experience of just having fun playing football and and doing it with your buddies that you grew up with well coming out of high school you chose to play at florida why did you end up choosing the gators um, I mean, they were rolling at the time. Awesome program. Um, they had come off a couple national championships, and um, you know, Coach Coach Meyer was uh, was the coach at the time, and I thought his offense would really suit me suit me well. And uh, I mean, it was just a couple hours from home as well, so you can't. Uh, it's hard to argue with a great football program, great academics, and uh, right down the way. So, um, really happy that I chose the University of Florida. I loved it there, and. Uh, you know, I'm a Gator. I'm a Gator for life. Most definitely. You had a good bit of success at Florida, eventually ended up losing the starting job and transferred over to Louisiana Tech for your final year of eligibility. You had over 4,000 passing yards there, 27 touchdowns. What led to that kind of breakout season or at least breakout statistically for you? Yeah, I mean, you never want to transfer. I mean, I love the University of Florida. I was a graduate there. Um, started my um, my graduate degree, um, but I just thought that it was best for me to transfer and go somewhere else and, and kind of start new. And there was no um, ill will um, from either parties. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I just kind of put it all together, played really well, had a really good supporting cast, and uh, it was a fun it was a fun season up in Ruston, Louisiana. The Bulldogs were were definitely rolling that year, so it was a uh, it was a good it was a good decision I think for myself. Definitely, and it ended up leading to you being picked in the sixth round of the NFL draft. How would you describe your draft day experience and what that day was like for you? 
long. It was a long day. You know, I, you know, I'm uh, probably probably most people say that they probably thought they were going to get drafted higher than they did. Um, and you know, I was one of those as well. But um, you know, once you, once you get drafted, it's an unbelievable experience. Um, you know, childhood dream being coming to fruition when that phone rings. And um, I mean, it was awesome doing it with friends friends and family there. Um, so it was it was a really cool experience. You don't have much time after after the draft before you get shipped out to wherever your uh, wherever your team is. So really, really just enjoyed it with my family for a few days, and then then got to work. Well, the NFL wasn't the only league that you were drafted into. In 2013, the Boston Red Sox picked you. You signed a contract there. Have you ever thought about doing a two-sport kind of thing, like a Russell Wilson type of deal or anything like that? No. You know, playing quarterback in the NFL is a full-time job. Um, you know, it's a, it's an all-year deal. It's not just, you know, whenever the season's going is when you're a quarterback. It's I think it's a lifestyle, and um, it's just something that I have to devote all my energy to if I'm going to gonna have success doing it it's 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 tough enough when when all your energy's um devoted to it and if you try to put other stuff on top of it it just makes it too hard at at least for me anyways well you're known as a quarterback for utilizing your athleticism you're a dual threat type of guy there seems to be an increasing demand for players like you in the nfl so what do you think has caused that shift yeah um it's like you, like you said, there's been guys that have had success in the in the league doing it and uh, running around making plays. And it's I mean it's hard for defenses to to defend guys who can run, who can you know throw the ball, who can throw up from outside the pocket, inside the pocket. It's just a lot of field and a lot of people that the defense has to account for. So um, you know some guys across the league that have had success. It's it's really helped me as well. Um, and it's it's just another another tool that I have that. Uh, you know that I use so happy to see the league kind of shifting that way and for you you've made all kinds of the athletic plays scrambling throwing across your body what would you say is your career highlight on the field in the NFL yeah I don't know um I'll, I'll never forget my first NFL touchdown pass that was you know an awesome deal I came off the uh came off the bench against Cleveland and it was a it was an all-go concept and Tyler Boyd caught one over the middle and, and ran it in for you know how, for however many yards and he went to throw it up against up against the uh the wall and he sailed it and it went into the stands and I didn't realize it went in the stands I was looking for the ball because it was my first touchdown pass and you know I asked the ref where was the ball and he kind of looked at me like I don't know like why would I know where the ball is and to come to realize it was in the stands so that was, that was pretty funny ended up getting the ball back but that was kind of a funny deal it's a great story well this offseason you were a free agent so what goes through the mind of a player like you who has some experience you have a lot of talent when you're trying to pick a team in free agency what's going through your head yeah, so I mean, for for myself, I did all the due diligence in the months leading up to it. Followed everything, you know, had your full spreadsheet of where guys were, you know, what coaches were where, what kind of offense they had, you know, stuff like that. So I was I was definitely um, prepared and you know just being ready for whoever was interested. You know, I I kind of laid out who I was interested in, waiting to see um, what the mutual interest was, and um, you know, I'm I'm pumped that it ended up being Denver that was definitely my top team going into this process um so I'm just really happy that we could get something worked out and can't wait to get going up there meet my teammates and uh you know get to work 
Yeah, congratulations on signing that two-year deal with the Denver Broncos. What did you like about the Broncos that made you decide to sign with them? Well, I wanted to go somewhere that um, you know I really thought would be a, a contender. It's a it's an unbelievable organization. Everybody that I've talked to um, across the league has said that Denver is an awesome, awesome organization. Um, great fans. It's just a, an awesome place to play. Um, Coach Coach Shermer coming in this year as offensive coordinator. Um, just last year with uh, with Daniel Jones, I thought he did an awesome job. Seems like he's a quarterback friendly coach. And, um, you know, that's really just something that, uh, you know, helps helps tremendously at the quarterback position. So I think those two things were definitely the main the main things. And what are your expectations for yourself as far as your time ahead in Denver? Yeah, I'm just going to go in and, and be a good teammate. That's what that's what I want to want to see for myself. Um, help the organization win championships, however that might be, and, and compete my tail off. So, um, yeah, that's that's definitely what I'll bring to the organization and, um, you know, just do, do everything I can, my power to, to help the team win. Now we'll head into our rapid fire section. I've got three quick questions for you. First off, what are you passionate about outside of football? Man, I am passionate about my family. Um, that's something that, you know, gets neglected during the season. You know, it's hard to have a good work life balance in the NFL during season, but out of season, um, it gives you the opportunity to step back and, and be with your family, spend time with them. And, um, so this, this time right now during this quarantine is, you know, it's helped me get around my family and spend some quality time with them. So it's, it's been kind of a blessing in disguise. If you could have dinner with any living person, who would it be? Luke Combs. And why is that? Definitely Luke Combs. I don't know. He just seems he seems cool. He seems like a cool guy. You know, somebody, somebody who likes to uh, just, he's a normal guy. He's, you know, super famous, but normal guy. Seems like he likes to have fun and uh, just seems like he would be a, a super down to earth guy. And final question, what kind of music is in your playlist right now? What are you listening well, I, to? I think you could guess based off that last answer, <laughs> but I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a country music guy. Um, so that's definitely, that's definitely my, my top is country music and uh, worship music are my two my two tops awesome Jeff that's all the questions I had for you thank you for your time yeah thank you enjoyed having, or, uh, enjoyed being on the show thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Luke Winstall show be sure to follow the podcast on social media at Luke Winstall show on all platforms that concludes this episode check back next week for more content